0: Uh, but we do need to go to Moscow, Idaho. Raj, would you go ahead and introduce Chanley for me? And first? now, Chanley Painter, a court TV correspondent, attorney, and former Miss Arkansas, brought to you by the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery of Hot Springs. Remember, if you can't find a hat here, you need your head examined. And if you think there is crime on court TV, find out what really happened in Hot Springs at the award winning Gangster Museum of America. I like, nice. the, I like the tie-in. Good morning, Chanley. How are you?
1: Hey, good morning, guys! Happy uh, Monday!
0: Happy Monday! I promise we will get music under that open. And Roger thinks maybe the best one is, is Perry Mason. I think so, Perry Mason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Yes, I you want to go or Matlock or Matlock. Yes. Matlock!
0: Oh, oh, okay. okay. Perry like Mason, and Matlock. And if we don't go court, we've got to go dragnet. Uh, Chandler, we're so excited to have you every other week. <laughs> that gives you a break from us instead of every week. Uh, but it also basically takes you. We just what was the last trial? We just the uh, the Doomsday cult mom just wrapped up that with a yes. guilty verdict two weeks ago. Now you're in Moscow, yes. Moscow, Idaho, for the Brian Koberger arraignment. For those who don't know what happened with him, why don't you quickly explain uh, how we got to this point today?
1: Yes. Well, it's Moscow, Idaho. Moscow. Locals. That's, how we pr- that's how we pronounce it here. Interesting. It's northern Idaho, about five hours from the Canadian border on the, on the border of Washington State and Idaho. We have Moscow. It's a small, quiet college town. And nothing like this ever happens here. This was so shocking. I know you guys know, but last November, November 13th, early morning hours there at the University of Idaho, four college students were brutally stabbed to death as they slept inside uh, an off-campus home, just steps from the campus. It's really where a lot of students live and Greek life is just, you know, steps from Greek row. And for seven weeks, it was a manhunt for a mass murderer. Ends up, they arrested Brian Koberger, 28 years old. He was a PhD candidate at the neighboring university across state lines, Washington State University, in criminology. He's getting his doctorate wow. in criminology. He go they catch him in, in Christmas break when he's in Pennsylvania with his family, acting weird. Um, and allegedly, he's the one that committed these murders of Kaylee, Dana, Ethan, and uh, Madison Mogan. And they were about 21, about to graduate. Uh, from college, beautiful young women and the boyfriend of Vanna Kernodal. And then he left two surviving roommates inside this massive six-bedroom home. So it's still a mystery as to why this happened, because a lot of this is under seal. But today he was formally indicted last week on four counts of murder. So today he actually appeared in person in the district court level and plead guilty
0: or not guilty. It almost sounds like something out of a movie. You've got a criminal law uh, professor yeah. that murders four people. And uh, I, when I first read this, I, I was thinking I read it wrong, that he walked past when it with his outfit. I think he had a mask on with, w- with a knife, just walked right past the, and did not kill those two. Or, and I don't know, again, like you said, don't know why. Don't know, you know, obviously we're going to learn, but, but it was some good good detective work as well though they they sort of they they yep. were able to look at the cameras in town and track him all all the way across country right it's
1: incredible oh my goodness it's incredible the police effort that went into this law enforcement from all across the state of Idaho plus the FBI they were able to track down a white Hyundai Elantra that was seen in the area on doorbell cameras, security surveillance camera around the time of the murders, which was around four a.m. in the early morning hours of November thirteenth. And then they were able to, you know, send out this wide, you know, bolo, be on the lookout for this white Hyundai Elantra. Uh, that was the first major lead. And then we have, of course, the roommate that survived saw a masked man with bushy eyebrows uh, leaving the residence. Uh, after she heard a couple, you know, whimpering or a scream or something, and then she just froze uh, and didn't call nine one one some, from somehow for about eight hours, which is also interesting. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so they, they, but not only that, they, they matched him to the white Hyundai Elantra, of course. But his DNA is allegedly on the night that the alleged murderer left at the crime scene so what they believe is that this is a three level home you know six bedrooms that maybe possibly a target was one of the girls on the third floor kaylee or maddie and uh, maybe that's when he unsheathed uh this k-bar military type of knife and left it there with his dna on it um on the bed next to the dead bodies and so they have that. They have, of course, his cell phone location data, which is pretty incriminating, even though he tried to allegedly turn off his phone during the uh, couple hours before and after the murders. But they uh, tracked him in the next morning back at the home. And they also had him allegedly near the home with his cell phone 12 prior times. So uh-huh. this looks like he was stalking them out. No. Uh, finally just it was go time for him and it was it's absolutely
2: horrid. Well, it's just amazing about that phone channel with what happened with the Murdoch trial when they said that you, yeah. they can tell on that phone when he picked it up and the and moved it enough to where the screen came on and then put it right back down. That yes. thing is going to get you can't get away from that <laughs> right. anymore. And the other interesting part to me was is that the law enforcement they took a beating. Uh, throughout until they found a suspect, but they were doing right. the right thing. They kept yeah. quiet. They yeah. didn't say anything. They yeah. didn't apologize for anything. They just stayed head down and went forward to do this so they could catch this alleged killer uh, and do that. But the yeah. beating that they took was uh, I- I- honestly unbelievable.
1: Yes, I was here from day one. This murder happened—a quadruple murder. I was sent here to Moscow within days of the breaking news, and this is my fifth or sixth time here. We've been covering this so intently. You know, I know the community so well, and I was one of those members of the media hounding Mm -hmm. the law enforcement officers because this was a community that was scared. Mm -hmm. Like I said earlier, nothing ever happens here. This is a mass murder of four college students in this quiet, small town, and they wanted some answers. And so, but law enforcement, like you said, Roger, they kept everything tight-lipped. We could see the FBI mobile unit outside of the Moscow Police Department working 24-7, trying to uh, solve who did this, and incredible police work. We have a 35-page affidavit with information and evidence, but that's not everything, right? There's so much more that we don't even know of
0: evidence that they have against this guy. Absolutely. Do you want to thank uh, the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery for sponsoring Chanley every couple weeks? Yeah, this guy's a creep. Uh you know, it's great, it's amazing. He teaches a class. I mean, that's how stupid he is. He teaches a class in criminal justice, but he's not smart enough to realize all the things he's doing, he's going to get caught. I mean, just you, you know, you have So st- well, because he's that smart. Yeah, he thinks he's smarter than yeah, everybody else. That's yeah. exactly right, Roger. And and then, he, then the other thing is that they stop him and his father somewhere I go in cross country and so is it is it thought that the father knows what happened Does he know that he was helping his son you know or do you think that his father did right. not know at this point
1: who knows there's speculation that maybe he had an idea or some sort of a clue but as of right now he had no idea what we what we believe he had no idea he um the family Koberger's family when he was arrested again at his parents' home uh, the almost it was before new year's December 30th I believe it was in the middle of the night so they they of course were surveilling him all the way across country because they, they realized that he was a prime suspect. They even tried to go to the parents' home to collect trash, and Coburn was putting his trash at the neighbor's trash, ah. and he was wearing, still so he was arrested in the middle of the night, wearing gloves ah. in the kitchen, family home kitchen, sorting his trash into plastic bags. How about that? <laughs> That's oh, what yeah. the police find when they're arrested. And his family says, of course, they're cooperating fully. You know, they want you know, to do everything for his presumption of innocence, which he is presumed innocent of so sure. guilty, But uh, but they have not been at any of the hearings
0: here in Idaho since he was arrested that's in a,
2: Pennsylvania. That's a creepy picture that they have when they pulled him and his yes. dad over.
0: He, he, he's a creepy. And, yeah. and again, the other thing too, I've read stories where apparently he would go to bars in that area and try to hit yes. on girls, and it did not go well at times. And, and so obviously, this it sort of sounds. If I had to guess, Roger, that's what this guy did. He, he got you know. He, Is that what you think, Shanley? He, he got Rejected. Or, and are you I hearing think, that?
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we've heard that reporting. I've spoken to several of his classmates and even students. He was a teaching assistant. We had students here at Washington State University. I've talked to them about how odd he was. And then also Dateline just reported Friday night that he actually is being investigated for uh, putting in security cameras, kind of convincing one of his colleagues at WSU that she needed to put um they accuse him of breaking into her apartment so it looks like you know someone did it. So she's concerned, comes to him. He said, oh, I'll we'll put cameras in there for you. So he goes and installs security cameras in there for him, knows her Wi-Fi password, and spies on her. That's the latest of, uh, again, just coming down from Dayline on this odd behavior. I think we only know the tip of the iceberg as far as the history here and what maybe the authorities know about his past and what may be coming into trial when it happens.
2: And speaking of that past, are they looking at other murders that they uh, are going to start looking at him?
1: absolutely uh, that's pretty standard you know when when police uh, arrest someone so not only um, here but in Pennsylvania where he grew up where he went to school high school uh, college and, and got his master's they actually in that county those prosecutors have have early statements that they did go back and look at cold cases and unsolved cases to see if there's any connection to Brian Koberger. <laughs> uh, so they have confirmed that they've been looking into any past crimes because you know for four people in that that's Usually, a beginner doesn't start there, right? That's yeah. What research shows, and that that's the big undertaking. So, uh, they are definitely looking into if
0: he had killed before. Well, it's a, it's a disgusting. You you kill four. It's better not to kill anybody, but you do you do it with a knife, yeah. and four yeah. of them. Yeah, he's, yeah that, that's uh, up close. Yeah, exhausting. Yeah. yeah I, again, it sounds like they've got a plenty of evidence. But uh, listen, we're glad you're on the case. You're actually on the steps of the courthouse right now. What, have you already? I literally a, am. <laughs> have you had a hit already on court TV yet, or is that coming up?
1: I will be on court TV in about 30 minutes, an hour ahead of when the arrangement actually starts here. We're on Pacific Coast time here in Moscow. But I have to tell you, so this, I mean, national media, really international media has descended again upon this small town. The courthouse is lined with tents and cameras. All, right. All the major networks are here for this. And we even have someone in line waiting for me uh, that got here at 3 a.m., guys, just to get in line. Outside the courthouse, wow. so I can have a seat in there when
0: court starts. Well, that's awesome. You do great work, yes. work as always, Chanley. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. I'm sure we'll know a lot, uh, a lot more by then. But great work as yes. always.
2: Thanks.